You're listening to Tabletop Arcanum, a podcast dedicated to learning and exploring the hobby of tabletop gaming. Your hosts are Justin Taylor and Richard Geese, so sit back and relax as we talk, discuss, and joke our way through the hobby we love so much. Enter the ring as a WWE legend and face off against your rivals in WWE Legends Royal Rumble card game. Use electrifying attacks and signature finishing maneuvers to eliminate your opponents. New legends enter the rumble as others are thrown over the top rope. Can you survive the brawl to remain the last legend standing? This is Tabletop Arcanum and we're your hosts. Justin. And Ricky. And today you heard right. We are talking about WWE Legends Royal Rumble card game. Put up by Ravensburger. This is a 2 to 10 player game. Runs about 30 to 45 minutes. Suggested ages 8 up. And MSRP is $19.99. So, Justin, first impressions of this game. It is a WWE wrestling card game? How's that work? Was I think my first impressions. It definitely has like familiar faces. They got 30 different legends or superstars throughout, but they are the legends, so they are not your John Cena's and your today modern wrestlers that are actually all the guys from maybe if you grew up watching it. I guess my first impressions is I wasn't exactly sure what to think about it. Neither of us are head over heels wrestling fans. Correct. We occasionally watch. We have some friends who are very, very into everything wrestling, WWE. I used to play a lot of the like Nintendo. 64 NWO versus World Wrestling Games. So like I know a lot of these names from that, but I never really knew them as the show and then their personalities. I knew them as video game character wrestlers to play as. So maybe I'm like a, a casual in that sense, but at least I like recognize them. I guess that's a plus. But I can't say I recognized all 30 of them. There was definitely wrestlers in there like I may have heard of by name. And then there was a couple of them in there. And they're like, I'm sure I can show them to my wrestling fans. And they'll go, oh, yeah, this guy. And they'll you know tell me a little bit about him. But it doesn't mean that you can't have fun with it. No, no. You definitely can't have some fun with it. So it is a card game. There is no other mechanics to it. You get large placard, like, tarot-sized cards for the actual legends, which have a health tracker. A little bit of fun bile, like Andre the Giant being 7'4", 520 pounds. A little bit of a, a flavor text quote. The other thing that you kind of get out of it is their signature card, which these are the famous signature moves of each of the legends. And then the rest of the cards are all just action cards, boost cards, play cards, special cards, like what you are doing, quote unquote, as a wrestler, all your moves. So overall, you're looking at a lot of cards and not much else in the box, but the box is nice and relatively compact. And the cardboard divider in there is actually pretty nice in the sense of they've got a nice space for the wrestler legend thicker cards. You can put the signature cards, which you'll want to keep separate anyway with them, and then the main action card decks, which is massive, has its own kind of like spot. The other thing I kind of have to call out on this one of first impressions, especially as we played it, is they did a good job of replicating what a Royal Rumble is. So in a Royal Rumble style match, 30 wrestlers square off essentially, but not everybody starts in the ring. And if you're thrown over the top rope, you're eliminated and every two minutes uh, a new wrestler is able to be added in there. And the whole idea is the later you are in the ring, the better chance you have because the fresher you're going to be. But the neat thing about this is 
So there's a pool of wrestlers that the players have to go through. And there is no winner until everybody but one wrestler is eliminated. So if I lose and get my wrestlers tossed over the top rope, I just get the next guy. And we just keep playing until there's no next guys. And then like, okay, now you're eliminated. So they kind of keep that chaos factor of what a Royal Rumble is and emulate it very well with these cards. I will say that's one of the best things about this game is the fact that they found a way to mechanically make a game play like a Royal Rumble. Mm. I don't think you necessarily have to be a fan to enjoy it. It's something that, if you just understand the concept of it's a wrestling card game, and you go in with that mindset, it's fun. We had a lot of fun coming up with different attacks, different ways to skirt around being attacked, dodging everything that would go along with that. So it does keep you interested even if you're not sold on the source material. Right. So you don't have to be a diehard wrestling junkie to actually get enjoyment out of the game. There's enough gameplay to kind of keep that interesting. And I, I definitely agree with that. I will say, if you are a wrestling fan, or or at least an old school fan, and like maybe not watch the modern stuff, but watch the, you know Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage, Andre the Giant when they were wrestling, this will hit a lot of that nostalgia factor for you. I think you'll get more enjoyment then. But it's not necessarily a deal breaker either. What else does it do well? Gameplay's fast. Yeah. That's the other thing, is you set up your moves, you reveal them, you figure out how things interact and play off, and then you reset and you, you, you do more. And we do say that with it just being the two of us. We play just the two of us for a few rounds. I can imagine when you have ten people and everyone's kind of figuring out who is attacking who, what exactly is happening. Right. There's um, a little bit more with that, with more yeah. players. In a two-player game, it's really fast, snappy. In a four-player game, I could see it being relatively quick. It's going to be the probably six or more it might get a little mm. slower but i like the idea of having this just giant brawl game yeah. where it's just you and a bunch of people just attacking each other nonstop. Mm. and there's a lot of strategy that goes into figuring out how to set up your attacks and boost them correctly and figure out how to get that move out there to stop your opponent from attacking you or get that move out there and then cause other wrestlers to go after the same person you're going after it's more complex than it just looks play a card do a thing yeah there, there's definitely a little bit more strategy to it than that, which I definitely enjoy. I only fear that with a high player count game like that, like I said, that six plus, it's going to get a little messy, a little chaotic for that. And I feel while it will emulate a Royal Rumble level of chaos, it will slow the gameplay down and you might not have as much fun if the gameplay comes to a crawl because you're trying to figure out who's attacking who, who's going first. Well, you guys are tied. Well, then, okay, who has the title card right now? Then you have to figure out who breaks that tie and then move down the line so i think the first high player count game would be rough if you get a group that's already played it a few times and understands it it'll get smoother and faster but it'll take a little bit of getting used to i kind of like how it does the thematic moves too you can boost a card so like a lot of moves we had were like you know in one of our matches i kept hitting you with a chair i did something with a chair and while it's a cheap trick and if you had a specific ref card you could have called me out Ref says, hey, you can't use that chair. But in, when I hit you and you didn't have a ref card, like, well, that, that's how that works. Mm. So if you, you know, anyone who watches wrestling, that ref's not looking, ref doesn't see it. Uh, cheap shots work. So I, I kind of like the dynamics of the cards playing off of each other and actually kind of giving you a feel of how a wrestling match would play out. Like, oh, here's a cancel, here's a reversal, here's a intervention of someone else. Highly thematic, and that's one of its true strong points, is, like, they set out to make a Royal Rumble game, and they made a Royal Rumble game that feels like a wrestling Royal Rumble. 
What does it not do well? I feel like we were hindered a lot by certain cards while playing the game. Uh, me and you were stuck with ref cards, and they give you an option to take a breather and get rid of those cards. But in a two-player game, it's really rough to take that time off to discard those cards. One attack could mean that you're done. There are several times in mean, our whole second game that we played together where it was one move and I was knocked out. You did that right. like three or four times in a row. So it's one of those, I need to get rid of these cards. I'm not going to make this. It does well because it's so thematic, but it also, I think, hinders the game because it's so thematic. So it is still last wrestler standing. Whoever controls it wins. So while I eliminate three of your wrestlers back to back to back and I was just dominating the match... I couldn't finish your last one before you finished my guy, and then I didn't have anyone in the pool to drew from, so you still won, even though I eliminated you most of the game. Coming from a gamer and a tabletop aspect, it feels a little bad in the sense of I did a lot of really, really good stuff, and I still lost. The rule book even just says it's bragging rights, and that's it. The winner is the last person to have a card out there. Which, while thematic, it, it kind of hurt in that, like, ah, oh, should I have not done so well? Yeah, it makes you feel like you should really keep your opponent at two health up until there's no one left in the pool, so then you can just play one more card and be done. The other thing I wasn't a big fan of was the amount of action cards and shuffling. Like, I say that coming from someone who loves playing, like, Arkhamor 2nd Edition with expansions where I have, like, a fist-sized deck of Mythos cards. But that's with expansions. The game didn't come that way. That's me adding stuff to it. This has 150 action cards. It's a lot. Now, if you're playing high player count games, you're going to go through 150 cards, no big deal. But in a low player count game, that's a lot to shuffle, and that's a lot that you may not even see. Because there's only 11 defense cards in the entire 150. If we shuffle in such a way in a two-player game or three-player game, maybe even a four-player game, we may not see defense cards, or we may see very few of them because yeah. they are less than a tenth of the deck. Which is fine, because 90 cards are attack cards, 30 cards are boost cards, 19 are special cards. So, like, the distribution is there, and I like the fact that there, you know, is a lot more attack and a lot more boost than, than there is defense, and get, you know, so when you have a defense card, it kind of feels special. But that's a lot of cards to shuffle, and that's a lot of cards that randomly may not pop out. I would have liked to have seen a trim-down mechanic of cards, very much like Seven Wonders, where you go through the deck, they have, like, these are for two-plus players, these are for three-plus players, these are for four plus players and then you trim the action deck down so maybe you know you keep the ratios the same you just have less cards and still a balanced ratio so it's mm -hmm. easier to go through easier to shuffle but that's my biggest critique is it was just a lot of cards for a couple of us I think that personal gripe that we have on it would be more eliminated with higher player counts. In a low player count game, it it's definitely flavors our feelings on it. Other than that, I would say it's a fun game that emulates a wrestling match and is on the medium length of time. It doesn't take more than an hour, but it's not f super fast necessarily where you're going to play through a game and just keep playing and playing and playing. Who would you recommend this one for? Anyone who is going to get a pay-per-view and have a bunch of people over. It's awesome just to throw down on the table before anything starts, after. During the pre-show or mm -hmm. in the post-show or uh, just, you know, if the match isn't that interesting and, you know, people are a little bit more casual watching, yeah. something to do in the meantime. I would recommend this for old-school wrestling fans for sure. Like, if you look at the box and you recognize everybody on the box and go, oh, yeah, that's awesome. This is going to be a game that you're going to find awesome because it's going to hit that heavy theme for you. If you have no interest in wrestling whatsoever, didn't grow up, didn't understand it, it doesn't jive with you, I would say you probably already feel like 
you're going to pass on this game, but I'm going to say definitely pass on this game. So for the 1999 MSRP, how do you feel about that price point? Well, I complain that, that there's a lot of cards in the game. You do get a lot of cards. You, it's licensed, so you get a lot of the licensed stuff. It's not like they're making up stuff here. I think for a 1999 price point for a up to 10 player game, I like that price point. It's light enough where people can get into it. It's heavy enough where you can get some deeper enjoyment out of it and have some laughs along the way as you you have flying standing kicks as your boost card and your your move card don't necessarily make the most sense but it's wrestling so it works if you know that you're going to play this a lot with people 110 worth 20 bucks that's our review of wwe legends royal rumble card game as always we have our socials, so you can catch us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also find us on wherever podcasts are found. And then we are streaming on Twitch for some unboxings and live content, as well as all of it will be available on YouTube after the fact. While you're there, make sure you comment, like, subscribe, do all those things, hit that notification so that you can see those updates as they come through. If you want live updates, make sure to survive more than three whole minutes. Three minutes of playtime with Bonesaw, because Stone Cold said so. As always, this has been Justin and Ricky. Happy gaming. You've been listening to Tabletop Arcanum, hosted by Justin Taylor and Richard Geese, and featuring the original music by Paul Moore and Isaac Gilbert. You can follow us on most social media platforms. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave us a review on whatever platform you listen to podcasts. As always, thanks for listening.